All right, and breathe in. And hello and welcome to That Happened, where I read a teacher, a writer, a veteran, and a world traveler tell Scoot, that guy right there, strange history. <laughs> I've done stuff. That, that happened. That's all I'm good for. Uh, well, you have done stuff. Yes, I have. All right. What's your list of adjectives? I got teacher, writer, veteran, world traveler. Those are adjectives? Well, descriptive terms. Um, left-handed. Nouns. Okay. <laughs> okay. Curly hair. What? Um, good driver. Doesn't snore. <laughs> All right. We got our four. We got our four. I think these are pretty good. I'm coming up with them right <laughs> off the top of my head. So it's pretty I think good. that's a solid four right there. To be fair, I've written a lot more bios, I think, than yeah, yeah, and you get to write them. To. Think about it. Yeah, but I didn't think about mine. Can we do the intro again with my four things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to say it? No, I want you to say it. Okay. Hello and welcome to the <laughs> that happened where I read a teacher, writer, veteran, and world traveler tell scoots. Oh, I'm saying it. Yeah. Left-handed, curly hair. Something, good something. Good driver. good driver. I forgot the last one. <laughs> Me too. And something else. Strange history. Anyway. That happened. Oh, we're not going to. Show you. That's well, the only part I get to say. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking, do we need to add you into the intro somehow so you can say something else? I, I think I'm. You already have me as the beginning before the intro happens. So I, I'm okay. Okay. I could definitely jump in if you've got ideas, but I no. think we've got it locked down pretty well. The year is 1372. Wow. We're in Europe. It's not that long ago. Europe 1372. We're in a late medieval village okay. along the Rhine River. The Rhine River uh, is the river that goes from northern Europe straight down the middle to the Mediterranean. So it kind of goes along the edge of Germany, France, Netherlands, all that stuff. Bloop, 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 bloop. So we're in our little thatched hutches, houses. Huts. With the little peasants being cold, having a good time. And uh, all of a sudden, one day, any thoughts so far? No, I don't know where <laughs> we're going. All right, let's go. Uh, one day. A whole bunch of men, women, and children start flooding out of their houses, pouring into the streets, and as a group, they begin to dance. They're writhing, they're wriggling their bodies without any seeming thought or intention. They got ants in their pants? They got ants in their pants. At this point, this was called the St. John's Dance, and today we are talking about the dancing plagues. The dancing plagues. Mm -hmm, I've mm -hmm. heard a little bit about these. Okay, what have you heard? That people would be randomly dancing uh -huh. and it was like contagious. Right. That's the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> We're both in barrels. <laughs> you always get me with that quote. <laughs> yeah. I don't know much more than that. 
But when you said they came out and they started wriggling and writhing, mm-hmm. whatever you said. I I mean, how do you describe dancers? Yeah. But that's what I mean. If you, But my point was, I, when you said that, I jumped immediately to, like, that thing where people started dancing for no reason. Mm-hmm. And it was like they were stuck in the dance circle. Little John's on the radio and they can't help it. So our our intro story, 1372, late medieval ages, right? We're moving into Renaissance era where it's like we learn perspective and art and better sculptures and stuff. But we're not quite there yet. Okay. So that's why all this medieval art is all, everyone looks kind of flat and funny. because they don't understand perspective. Because they have taste. They're still, you know, peasants and rich lords. There's still that dichotomy. There's a lot of plagues going on in terms of other non-dancing ones. Oh. Um, a lot of churches going on and uh, sad people. Lots of popes. Uh, well, that's like the 800s. Oh, that's way before this. Yeah, we've talked about that era a couple times, too. I'm trying to frame it in your mind. I appreciate mind, that. I appreciate so This is a note that I had. 800s. Uh, 600s those are the popes that's the early winter the ice age yeah this is back in the 500s but we're up in the 1300s right now in the 1500s it's like the renaissance right yes okay well more or less more or less yeah. uh so these people in 1372 thousands of people came out of their houses and just start dancing in the street up and down and back again yeah, <laughs> I always picture, you know, like TikTok videos where people slide into frame and, and they break it down. Dancing. Like, yeah. that's what I'm picturing with people like coming out of their houses, just sliding into the streets. And then it's like that one video where it's like, give me everything you got. And they just start like <laughs> yeah. dancing as hard as they can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to learn karate, but all I learned was classical ballet. La, la, la. Me for real, though. Anyway. <laughs> I never wanted to learn karate, so not me for real. They would dance in circles a lot, like holding hands, doing that like traditional, yay, we're running in a circle. Whoville and the Grinch. Um, But it's a bit darker than that. They're also, because they don't stop, right? They don't stop. They're crying out in pain. They're exhausted. They're uh, seeing visions. If they, in this plague, if they saw the color red, they would start screaming uh, there was something bad about pointed shoes, and the dancers would lose their minds. Oh, what? Yeah, pointed shoes. Like the person wearing pointed shoes, or if they saw pointed shoes? I, I, I assume both. <laughs> Just They were not in their ration, most rational mind. They were pure emotional creatures. Oh, my God, pointed shoes! <laughs> they're seeing visions, talking about the demons inside them. But it was a very religious time, so anything bad was demons, unlike today. Yeah, that definitely doesn't happen. (laughs) Uh, Once the, at this plague, if the dancer would collapse, bystanders would attempt to bind them up, like you swaddle a baby, they'd wrap them up in cloth and be like, hold still, hold still. Mummify them? Yes, just chill out, you know, like shake them, chill out. Yeah. And um, then the dancers would chill out. And then they'd start dancing again. And <laughs> it would never, like, work, right? And they'd wow. just dance and dance and dance. I was going to say, if I feel if it worked, you could just grab somebody out of the circle and hold them down until they broke out of it. Right. No. doesn't work. And when you're getting, like, whole families out there and then whole towns, in this particular dancing plague in 1372, 
there are tons of them, but there's not a lot of records at this era. And I think we've kind of discussed why. It's just people are too poor and busy mm-hmm. to keep boring records. Ain't nobody got time for that. Trying to survive. Uh, but this particular one started in Aachen, Germany, which is on the Rhine River. Aachen. Like southwest of the Netherlands. So it's like way down. And then it spread all the way up through Belgium and the Netherlands and all the way down through Germany, all up and down the Rhine River. People wow. were like caught up in this dancing plague. Is there something in the Madness. river? You know, no one, I will go into what might have caused it at the end, yeah. but I don't have any of my own ideas. I'm only regurgitating different theories that have been put out there. So it's we can just, go into our own ideas. It's too. just interesting that it's following the river, right? Like... What do they well, call so it? does trade, probably. So right. it might that, be more social. That's what I was going to say. It's one of those, like, uh, geological borders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is it following the river? Is it following people who follow the river? Like, why? But anyways. What I find most interesting is, I'm about to go into other stories, but every single instance takes place in Germany. Yeah. The most, like, withheld culture that I'm aware of. In Europe, anyway, not yeah. the rest of the world, but they're yeah. like very, we don't have feelings, we're German, you know, yeah. and so that if you repress your feelings, they tend to come out in very large ways Dancing in plagues. other parts of your life. Yeah. Um, Been so, withholding yeah. my emotion for years. They're over the next two years after 1372, I, they gave me a list. I didn't write them down. Literally dozens more outbreaks across Germany just wow. in the next two years of just towns going under. Because their whole population is caught up in a dancing plague. Are people dying? Yes. Really? They dance till they drop? Yeah. Um, yes, they break bones, ribs. Oh my God. Exhaustion. They and they just dancing? keep going. Yeah. That's insane. So that's our little mini story to start today. What do you mean? It's not the first dancing plague in history, 1372. Okay. So there is vague references to a dancing plague in Europe. In the 7th century. Wow. But no one told me what was being referenced. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, there was one mentioned in the 7th, in the 600s. And that's it. I'm like, who? Details, Where? people. Where can Detail. I find the this? The five W's. Uh, so unless I go and read a couple thick library books, which I just didn't do for one little detail of our podcast today. Yeah. I don't have more information. I wish I did. <laughs> Um, but that's the first reference that most people acknowledge is back in the 600s, which is crazy to me because everything else is much later. Yeah. And the 600s is right after all that whole episode about the little ice age and kind of the whole world fell apart and gesundheit. I didn't sneeze that time. Got him. <laughs> you were wrong. And then we have a story Christmas Eve in 1021, also in Germany. We have between, I think, numbers were like 18 to 24. I saw different numbers of people. Yeah. They start dancing incessantly outside the church on Christmas Eve. I love it. They don't talk about the Grinch in those stories, you know? They, well, I guess That's in why. this case, the priest might have been the Grinch. Because he came out and he was like, you got it out. <laughs> Yeah, it's just people celebrating Christmas. (laughs) It's a plague. (laughs) 
Yeah, he came out super pissed, and he cursed the dancers to dance nonstop for 12 months since you chose to dance on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And all the stories said that they did. And they then danced for 12. 12 months, and then at the end, most of them collapsed. They all collapsed, obviously. So and weak. Most of them died from so exhaustion. So weak. Bunch of quitters. And I can't say they did or did not. Because all the stories say they did, and we have no sources either way. Yeah. To say officially, because it was ten twenty one. Honestly, we we everything's guesstimating back there, back then. Just cave paintings and dancing. More like uh, <laughs> monastery paintings, yeah. which is not that Stained different. Glass. <laughs> They're quite strange sometimes. If so you look at uncivilized. Them. It's before phones. Um, at twelve thirty seven. So we're jumping ahead a little bit again. 1237, we have the Children's Dancing Plague. (laughs) No, no, no. This one is a little upsetting. And pretty much every, you know, I I read like 10 to 15 different versions of each of these stories when I research it. And about half of them mentioned the 1237 plague. Of that half, maybe one or two was like it was a children's dancing plague. Okay, so about a quarter. No, two did. Only two. Because one just was like it was a children's plague. And then the other one gave a little more detail. But I I think that it's like it's so upsetting to think about that even historians are like, we're just gonna brush past we're that one. Skip over this that one happen. real quick. And I'm here for that uh today because this is not a serial killer horrific child death podcast however that however. that dancing plague of 1237 is about the same time as the origination of the pied piper of ham hamline oh really? that german folktale that's like where he played music and let all the rats out of town right and then we recently watched the movie where he could like get people to do it too and right. he was like a serial killer who could trap you with his well, Dancing that movie flute. was <laughs> It wasn't a wild. great movie, but it makes you think. Um, so, yeah, the Pied Piper may have originated from this children's plague where the women, the women, the children danced. And they only danced 12 miles and, like, all of them died because they couldn't make it that far. Oh, my God. To, like, the next town. But it's a really fucked up origination of the Pied Piper story, which if you thought that story wasn't fucked up enough, which it kind of is. <laughs> there you go. I think it's insane that these people are literally dancing to their deaths. Like, at some point, when you hear of a dancing plague, you go, they're obviously faking it. Right. But when they're like, people are dying. They're dancing to their deaths. You go, why? It makes you question it. Why are they doing that? Yeah. It's like, it can't be them wanting to do it. I'm going to give you a spoiler right now. Even today, we don't know. That's insane. We have no idea. We can't, we guess. Yeah. But we don't know. That's so weird. It's going to happen any day now. It's so, happening right now. People aren't dying. The 1237 was the children's one, and then 1278. So a few decades later, we have 200 people who danced on a bridge until it collapsed with them still wow. on it. The bridge collapsed? Yeah, it was not like a strong bridge. And you live near a bridge that's kind of shaky. Either you're like, it's not fallen down since I've been here. I've lived here my whole life. And yeah. then you dance on it till it collapsed. Or... You're caught up in the dance hysteria. <laughs> They're busting it down over here. Yeah. 
Um, they were healed at the nearby church dedicated to St. V- oh my gosh, I should have looked up how to pronounce this. Vitus or Vitus? Vitus? I like Vitus. St. Vitus, who is the patron saint of dancing. Really? So he had a shrine in Germany or a church or whatever. And often they would go there to become cured. I want to know how you this dancing plague because it was said either that he helped you or he was the saint who was out there cursing all these people, all these sinners to dance until they died. I want to know how you become a patron saint of something. Well, I think the easiest way is to become a a martyr. I was going to say, I know that most of these people, there's not a lot of people who become saints while they're alive. Number one. Well, I think it's impossible because they need your bones. Well, those are for, like, really famous saints. Oh, there's, like, low-key saints? Yeah. Have you ever heard of this guy? Well, I just am not into the Catholic thing. I know Catholics have a ton of saints, and they have all their bones. Well, there's, like, St. Peter. On the market. He's, like, a big deal, right? Like, the if you're an apostle. Mm. You want to be an saint, apostle of Jesus? You're in the wrong century. Well, my point is, is that those are the bones they want. Right. They don't want some random guy who's a saint. Well, the Church of St. Vitus does. Maybe. But yeah, you're causing problems for all of Germany. They like the, if the bones thing is like they want someone really famous. The more famous, the better. They don't want some random. Like the farther you get away from Christ, the less they want your bones. But how do we become? First of all, you got to become a saint, which you have, pretty much have to die for. Right. And then it's like, do you get to pick what you're the patron saint of, or they just like have a list and they're just like checking it off, like hurricane names or what's going on? Irma. Here? Yeah. What would you be a patron saint of if you got to pick? If I got to pick? Vanilla? Yes. <laughs> I oh wasn't my God. Such a yes from the that. The patron saint of vanilla <laughs> flavor. No one appreciates vanilla. Nice. And I know that's a running joke on this podcast, but I'm really here for it. Like, it's not a joke to me. All right. What's my page? I gave you yours. What's my patron saint? Reading. Oh, it's boring. Boring. Uh, just as boring as words. my superpower. Patron boring. Everyone. <laughs> no. That's it. Oh man. That's, I'm so boring. That's all I got. I'll think of. Maybe I'll think of one later. Yeah, come up with a better one. Than that. that was pretty good. I thought. It's easy. It's easy. easy so is vanilla. No, it's clever and adorable. It is. It is. It instantly paints a picture of who you are. Um. The patron saint of no eye contact. <laughs> I do pretty good. You do. You do. Most people don't even notice. But I know if you had a choice, there'd be no eye contact. I think so. But I so think a part of me of would know I was missing something. Yeah. That's like the most messed up part of autism is like you don't want to engage in it, but you know that there's something to it that everyone else does. And you're like, what am I missing out on? It makes you feel less human. Anyway. Patron saint of shoes indoors. <laughs> house shoes. I love my house shoes. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. Vanilla was really good. Thank you. Okay. A few decades later again. So we're looking back into the 1300s. Uh, this is after our original story, which is 1372. So we're at the end of the 1300s. Change that. End of 1300s. The abbot of a nearby monastery was writing about people dancing nonstop for six months in his town. This is actual records. They're they're marching. Dancing for so long. 
like 12 months, six months. I, I dance for miles. two songs and I'm blown the fuck up yeah. when I do my Just Dance Just think gamify. about dancing and I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, 12 months. Uh, it says he wrote about they danced until they broke limbs, ribs, or loins and collapsed. Loins. So now I know I sent you some pictures. I'd like you to open up your picture and look at the one that's the most black and white. Okay. I Not, will, I- not the sepia tone. What if I look at the other ones? Is that okay? okay? Yeah, it's not going to reveal anything instantly. Okay, so the black and white one? Yes. The first one? So it's just people dancing, right? Yeah, they're like dancing in a circle. Uh-huh. It looks like there's some people clapping them on. Yeah. There's the like people going, whoa. So I want you to zoom in on the guy that's to the left in the dancing circle, but he's kind of in the middle of the picture, maybe yeah. a little to the left. <clears throat> Look at him. what he's holding. That guy? Yeah, what's he holding? Look real close. A cup? Nope. An arm? He is holding a severed arm. Oh, my God. So this is one of many, like you go online, there's dozens of drawings, paintings, and other renditions of this dancing plague that people did in that time. Like yeah. that's an old drawing. It is flat, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. That's off topic, but <laughs> the Renaissance hasn't happened. This picture looks so flat. Yeah, he's holding a severed arm. It's crazy. I don't see anybody missing an arm. No, someone else that's collapsed and everyone else is still dancing, crying out, wailing, dancing. There's like a kid clapping demons. and the dad next to him is going like, stop clapping. Yeah, oh my god, hell like, no. Stop clapping. Cut that out. This is life or death we're watching. It is. Uh, as a side note, the source reliability for all of these stories, I have to make a note on the sources. They're all very questionable, only in that we only have like one or two records from these towns, period. Yeah. It's not like, oh, other people were talking and saying nothing. It's like you only have one person talking to represent in the historical records to represent a whole region. Yeah. So we have the stories. It's really easy for historians to be like, oh, that's nothing. But it's the only person writing about it. So and there's you like, take that as you will. There's like 20, 30 people in this picture. Yeah. They so were, yeah, it's not like there's nobody there. Yeah. You get one guy out of all of these people who wrote about it. And you just like, that's all we have. Yeah. Because no one else is writing. Do you think dancing, like before I saw this picture, my question was, do you think dancing is like a poor translation? Like they're like I said, they have ants in their pants earlier. Like, cause you like we're talking you. about like wiggling but and no. writhing, like, and then we go, oh, they're dancing, but it's like, are they actually dancing? But from the picture, it really does look like they they're, are dancing. They're because a lot of people today, when they're coming up with reasons, they're like, oh, there's all these diseases where you twitch and spasm. Right. But all the descriptions are like they held hands and danced in circles, yeah. or they were like moving in glorious, like long winded ways i have a few quotes later on when we get to our real story but uh there is sufficient argument against that in how the dancing is described okay in the original source material okay so let's get to the big story of the day 1518 guess what country germany germany that's right little we've been there we have that's where we met pretty much well not really but pretty much but that's where we became friends. Yes, that is more accurate. <laughs> that is more accurate. 1518 Germany. We're moving into Renaissance era and moving all that stuff. On up. Yeah. Right? Um, Hopefully the, the pictures get better. 
We don't so much have plagues around, but syphilis had just been introduced to Europe, and oh, that's really fucking people up. The and good old syphilis. Been some bad harvests and stuff, and a young Frau Trophia. That's Frau her name? meaning ma'am oh, in German. Okay. I was like, that is a horrible name. Well, Trophia, I'm guessing at the Frau Troph. Frau Trophia. She's a young married woman, walks out her front door one day, walks into the street, and begins to dance. I've had it up to here. <laughs> Just got to let loose. To, yeah, let loose. A little physical healing. Her legs Electric slide. took her up the street and then back down the same street. Just dancing, twirling, spinning her arms nonstop. She's probably dizzy. Her husband came out and he was like, please stop. Please. Oh my God, babe. So embarrassing. <laughs> Gotta Stop dance. dancing. La la la. Demon. <laughs> that's what they said. Uh, but she would not stop. No. And at this point, she's by herself. She's dancing up and down the street. Eventually, at the end of the day, she is exhausted. I she collapses. She Her body's twitching. Her muscles are aching. And she's like doing that jerky thing. Mm-hmm. She falls down, just sleeps a few hours, and then wakes up and starts dancing again. Immediately, middle of the she's night. She's just like sleeping in no the No food, no water. She's just dancing. Oh my God. Yeah. That is a level of this plague. That's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Day two. She's up and dancing. She's Her feet are swollen. <laughs> you know how when your feet get swollen, just walking on them is like the most oh annoying God. thing I've, ever? I've had my, my big toe on my right foot has been hurting. Yeah. Hey, this, this episode's week. for you. <laughs> it's been so irritating. It doesn't even hurt all day. It just hurts at certain points. And I've been like, this is a minor inconvenience, but it is so irritating. Yeah. And just like, why does it have to hurt? Yeah, I can't imagine swollen feet. Dance full and feet. She's she starts dancing before she even has food or drink water in the morning. Yeah. Like she wakes up, she's dancing. She's dancing straight out like, of bed. Are you hungry? And she's like, No. Twirl, twirl, twirl. <laughs> I ain't got no time for that. <laughs> the streets, they call for me. She dances all day. Again. Without any reason, passes out. Wakes up day three. Her feet her shoes are soaked in blood. Like oh she has danced God. right through the skin of her feet. She's like little padding pools of blood. That's so waiting pools. Weird. Uh, she's still dancing. Wakes up, starts dancing. No food, no drink. At this point, she's got a crowd. The people around town. She yeah. got beggars, pilgrims, hawkers, priests, hawkers. nuns. I think those are like shop people. Oh. Who like hawk their wares? They're like hawking loogies. Could be like here. falconers. Maybe <laughs> they're bird people. <laughs> it's hawkers. either shop people or bird people, but hawkers. <laughs> We're not quite sure, but <laughs> One or both the work. Other. Both I work like for the context. People. They're bird people. Okay, and go ahead. They're all like out and like along the streets, just kind of eating their morning snack bread. And We're just here going, to watch Lady Trough. What's going on? <laughs> Trophea. 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 Well, I like Lady Trough. Okay. <laughs> sure, Lady Trough. She's she's getting it. Ooh, get it, girl. She's getting it. You're bleeding. <laughs> You're bleeding. The dance moves seem a little repetitive. Maybe we can mix it up. It's day three. Come on. <laughs> She's like, you got it. Cartwheels. Breaks an arm. Let's keep going. I'm so sick of the cartwheel. You've been cartwheeling for three days. Can we Can we see this something is else? This not a gymnastics I want plague. something original. <laughs> I 
right, critics. Yeah, she's getting heckled. Everyone's a critic. She's getting heckled now. She's out there dancing for her life. Within a week. So she's doing this every day. A few hours of sleep. Probably multiple times a day at this point. Wakes up, dances. Just nonstop. She, just, she literally dances till she passes out. Yeah. It's like as long as her brain is active, she's dancing. Yes. And then it just, she blacks out. Yes. Sleeps. And then she wakes up and immediately starts dancing again. So strange. So. That would be, oh my God. I'd be disturbed if I saw someone do that. Yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why are they doing that? Oh, you know, we were talking today about, like, re- we just got the VR thing. And, yeah. like, the VR versus experience of reality and how sometimes it's almost like your brain switches it and it's like what if like what is reality it's like that's where we're getting into with this yeah how weird would that be and on how how can you even imagine it in like a real history kind of way yeah it's like you picture it and in my head it's either dumb i'm not even on tiktok but dumb tiktok videos right uh well i'm on facebook so i know what they are or uh it's that or it's like 1970s musical movies, right? Where you got like people coming out one by one to like a really uh, unoriginal, yeah. brassy musical number. Burm, burm, <laughs> oh, you, you see where I was going there. Burm, burm, that was my, you're welcome for the excellent single ad- adjective. I've been working on my descriptions. Anyway, within a week, she's she doing this for seven days. And after seven days, she has not only gathered a crowd, but she has got her own little dancing converts. They're so people are like tapping their toes. People are like, I'm, I'm vibing. I'm vibing. And so within, within seven days, she has 30 people <laughs> dancing in the streets with her. Oh. Nonstop. Oh, I laughed because I'm like, that is so underwhelming. Because I thought that was the crowd. No. She's got 30 people watching her. He's a dancing. Well, you, you have to remember, really in me. Europe back then, there was yeah. a grand total of 57 humans living that's, on the continent. That's why I was laughing. Because I was <laughs> it's like, over that's half. <laughs> not that many people at all. But what's the? I think what's the weirdest thing is that they're dancing to no music. Yes, I agree. You're just hearing like... <laughs> <laughs> and the slaps of feet yeah. on the thing. <laughs> And people are just like, wow, what, what's going, going on? on? Like, ah, yeah. Ah, ah, ah. Like it's, if there was music, it'd be kind of fun, but there's no music at all. I'm just like, this is weird. Yeah, they don't have phones back then to no. do a soundtrack. Yeah. Can someone make up a beat so it's less disturbing, please? So she's got 30 people following her. And now, like, the city council, the town's not so big that 30 people just dropping their jobs and dancing in the streets is not, not a problem, right? Yeah, they're, so they're, like, oh, they're a bunch of bums anyways. <laughs> no, they're like people, you know? Yeah. They're farmers and shop owners and blacksmiths. We need food! <laughs> yeah. All the grocery shoppers are dancing! <laughs> what a way to revolt, Yeah, uh, first of all. Um, I don't know if I, I would want to do this way. I get tired, but... <laughs> The al- the government is somewhat alarmed. Yeah, they're like, uh, so Trofea's got to go. So they just kind of drive by one day when she's dancing, grab her, drive throw her, <laughs> throw her into a carriage, and send her on a thirty mile trip to the nearest the shrine to Saint Victus, which is thirty miles away. Thirty miles away. It's three days by carriage. Oh my god, she's still wow. dancing. 
30 miles isn't that far. She didn't just get in the carriage and be like, oh, now I'm done. She's dancing in the carriage. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So she's gone. Hold up. We just skipped over that 30 miles took them three days. Yes. That, I'm sorry, but like in terms of distance that how is big not the world that, used to be yeah how, how many miles you go like 15 to work every day right i go 18 to work every day mm-hmm. and it takes me like roughly 30 minutes and that's with like some traffic yeah yeah trains so and i'm traffic. driving over 30 miles a day yep and it takes me like if i rounded everything up it would take me two hours there and back well and that's when it, you have one of the best commutes of people you work with yeah our it's world is much, just so much smaller. It's pretty much freeway the whole time. And uh, and you never stop to smell the roses, do you? T- no. <laughs> you just pull over. I time <laughs> Smell some roses. If it took me three days to get to work, <laughs> oh my God. If it took me three days to get to work and back, I would be so upset. You'd be a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I hate I'll make you a farmer. <laughs> just, I just go out back and do my job? Mm. Mint. Must be nice to just work in your backyard. That's the dream. Yeah, literally. For us, it is a movement. You're welcome. Another yeah. thing millennials have brought to the table is the homes homemaker movement. It means not e- not only country people can be homemakers, not homemakers, homesteaders. Homesteaders, yeah. Grow there's our a, own food. But shit. there's always like that move to the city era. Oh and yeah. Then move to the country era. It oh, just yeah. kind of goes back and forth. Look and at you learning forth. stuff from this podcast. And I feel like we're kind of going into, at least personally, going yeah. to the country I, era. I agree. What's interesting is if the back and forth speeds up. Yeah. Because everything kind of has sped up. Yeah. Like we've gone through the past four or five decades of fashion in just four or five years. Yeah. That's never happened. We're just bored. It's so fast forward. I'm like, come up with something new. They're like, 70s again. I'm like, no. (laughs) No. Anyway, so they got rid of Trofea. They're like, okay, it's going to die out. It doesn't die out. Now they got 30 people dancing on the streets. And they're like, crappers. (laughs) Gosh darn it. (laughs) Bananas. Banana pancakes. Tobias. (laughs) We've got banana pancakes out here. Um, Just banana pancakes. Just so you know, uh, at this era, this dancing plague was called St. Vetus's Dance, named after the saint. Okay. In the early era, where I'm talking like 600s, remember? Yeah. It was called St. John's Dance. St. John's Dance. I think it was before St. Vetus was a saint. Yeah, probably. Today, Saint v- the term St. Vetus was appropriated by doctors to refer to a specific condition that exists where you have uncontrollable twitches and spasms in your muscles. And it looks like you're dancing? Kind of. But it's wait. nothing like... It's just so they Tourette's? took the term... I would say like physical Tourette's, but it's like... It's not genetic or mental. It's like you eat something. It's something else. Okay. Or it's like has to do with the fever. Uh, I think it has oh. to do with the rheumatic fever. Okay. Side effects. I was going to say, sounds like Tourette's. So if you've heard it recently not referring to dancing plague that's what it's referring to but in this era that was not a thing so it is the dancing plague if you have it uh give us a five out of five stars and uh, let us know (laughs) please um and know that i am not talking about you (laughs) in this (laughs) podcast i did little to no research on anything on rheumatic fever aside from knowing the term rheumatic fever i've never heard of it you know more than me it's probably pretty hot Ooh. Hey, Brain so damage hot. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, so 
Another word, and this is coined about a decade after this plague, is choreomaniacs. And that's my favorite. And I don't know why there's not a dance troupe. Choreography. Choreomaniacs. Choreomaniacs is people affected by the dancing plague. Obsessed with dancing. How is it not a dance troupe name I don't know. Right now? Choreomaniacs. Choreomaniacs. Ooh, we dance ah, till we ooh, die. Ah, I've been in enough yeah, dance troops. Ah, ooh, ah, ooh. <laughs> That's really what it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, my God. My back is killing me. <laughs> There's just so much breathing. <laughs> Dancing. Anyway, uh, people are still joining this 30 people dancing. Why? So it's still growing. And so the government, the city council is like, okay, we got rid of the patient zero, yeah, but it's already spread. Right. The contagion it, is spreading. It feels like you have to watch or be near it or watch it to be like to join it. The word join sounds voluntary. Okay. Right. I'm sure that's the word they're using. Yeah. But the word join sounds like I want to do this and you join it instead right. of like you're now you're you've contracted whatever is going on or something. And now it's like involuntarily you've and you've contracted you, choreomania. Right. And now you're doing it when they say it, they, people keep joining the dance club. Yeah, I've, That's my fault, but you're right. What is a better word I should use? I don't know the other words lady contracting choreomania. People just start dancing and the numbers are growing yeah. on the streets. It's yeah. so foreign to us. Like, I don't even know I, how I don't to either, talk about but when it. When you say join, it sounds like they chose to do that. Yeah contracted the dancing virus so um the government goes to the experts now okay the reason we have so much information on this one is we have all this government paperwork in this town so all this stuff is backed up right this is real stuff that happened whether or not dancing plagues were real this happened okay so the government goes to experts and they say clergy what is it what do we do and the clergy says uh they were cursed by saint vetus and they need religion, right? right? Of course, the clergy says that. They'll go, okay, doctors, physicians, what do we do? And the doctors say it is, quote, a natural disease from overheated blood. Right, because they're all about the biles and stuff back yeah. then. Yes, look at you. Yeah, it's like I would think blood dancing makes your blood overheat. And, yeah. It's too hot outside. So um, usually if you get a disease like this, uh, according to the bile philosophy you would need blood blood letting because you're right. overheated blood but traditionally and in this time too the Weird. doctors say the only way to cure this is to let them dance it out they just gotta get it out of their system dance it until they get rid of it they're just so emotional or die in the process and that's life <laughs> the weak the, only the strong will Cold survive the weak. yeah and so the doctors are like you gotta let them you gotta encourage let them dance until they're done we gotta play It'll music go that's like i prescribe music let uh, let's say that's true right but the numbers are growing that's like someone has a cold yeah you know like you just gotta let him live it out and then go let him share his cold with everybody but it'll go away and then everyone has a cold it was kind of like an argument with covid yeah right it was like it's gonna take too long to give everybody the vaccine Mm -hmm. why don't we just give everyone covid and then some some of you may die. <laughs> All right, Lord Farquaad. <laughs> that is a risk okay. I'm willing. The healthy are willing to like, make. <laughs> yeah, it, but what blew my mind? Okay, to go off topic. What blew my mind about COVID was if you got it, they literally did nothing. Yeah. They went, oh, you got COVID. 
don't go, go away. Anywhere. Don't go anywhere for yeah. two weeks. That's it. That's all you do. And I'm like, but what? That's for us, and we're young and relatively healthy. Right, but if my... it wasn't that, then we'd be hospitalized but, yeah, and but... hopefully fighting for our lives to live. But, but my point is, like, lots they of people died. They didn't like give you like for colds, you get medicine and shit. Like they literally said, you don't get nothing. You mm-hmm. just just wait. Well, we were army at the time. I hear you, but uh, that's my experience with pretty much everybody who's had it. Is just go home, wait till it's gone, and then you're done. And I'm like, if this is such a big deal, why aren't they giving me anything? It's not a big deal for us. That's the whole issue. It's a big deal for immunocompromised people, older people, younger people, people in the hospitals. Okay, fair enough. I'm not. I'm so not... it's not all about you. I hear you. It just blew my mind when I, because I got it, and they yeah, went, so "Oh, it sucks to be you. Don't go out of that room for two weeks." I know we were, but we were army all through COVID, so we never got the quarantine experience that yeah. everyone else in our society went through. We were, we, we were, were still at work. T-shirts. Yeah. And we need you to wear masks. Like two inches away from your coworker because you had to be that close to work on a helicopter. Like it wasn't. Yeah. They gave us really? all masks when it first COVID started. COVID doesn't count if you're working. They so get to work. But like N95 masks or whatever. Oh, yeah. The kind then, that don't work. And then they said they give it all to us. And the next day we all got in trouble for wearing the yeah. mask they just gave us. <laughs> we did. We got lined up and said, why the hell at? are you wearing that mask? <laughs> You guys just gave it to us and said yeah. we had to wear it. That mask doesn't do anything. You need to wear. <laughs> they literally gave it to us to yell. You need to wear <laughs> t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Cut up a t-shirt. Wear a bandana over your face. And so we were. I was literally wearing. We were oh, yeah. all wearing. I had a t-shirt on my t-shirts. face until we came back from Germany that yeah. summer. We were all wearing custom cut up t-shirts. Yep. And they were like, that's better than an N95 mask. Yep. How dare you wear that? You gave it to us. <laughs> told us to wear it the fuck are you wearing that <laughs> anyways uh i feel like this dancing plague would be like that yeah okay yeah you're bringing it back bring it back bring, bring it, it back around to, i didn't to, get the trying, connection but i, I appreciate don't either bringing it back i don't know around. why I, I was hoping to have something by the time i said it and i said <laughs> i feel like the dancing plague's like that uh, <laughs> nothing to connect it okay we're back to dancing plague of so, 15 something if you were the city council in this town excuse me in this town you had the clergy saying oh they're cursed then you go to church and the doctor is saying oh then you just dance it out who would you go with just your opinion. There's no right Honestly, or wrong because first, there's already an answer in the history. The first instinct I would have if I had no experience was they need to dance it out. If I had seen it before, I'd be like, it's a curse. But people had seen it. It's been happening for but hundreds then I, of years. Then I would absolutely be like, it's a curse. Really? Yeah. Why? Because like they're dancing against their will. Yeah, they are. They're that is what get when if I if someone just started dancing uh-huh. out of nowhere, I do it all. The I'd time. be like, they just need to get it out of their system. But yeah, right? I do need to get out like of this. Like when the little one starts dancing, uh-huh. I'm like, she's just feeling it, right? She's going to get it out and she's going to be done when she's tired or whatever. That's true. But if it was like several days are going by and they're in pain and one guy's holding a severed arm, <laughs> I'd be like, it's a curse. It's, <laughs> what is happening? There it is. I don't know. It'd That's be a mistake weird. right there. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, um, city council went with the doctors. Not the clergy, because government supports non-religion. It's usually like a fight. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we got to do something about it. We're not just going to, excuse me. We're going to play music. (laughs) 
We're going to play music because they need to get it out of their system, and it's weird without music. You know the story? Is that how it went? Well, first, they go to the carpenters and the tanners, and they're like, listen, we're trying to get these guys to dance more, so we need to to turn your guild halls into dance halls. Open the doors to everyone so they can come in and dance in your guild halls. And then they go to the horse markets and the grain markets. And they're like, we need you to build some platforms in the town. So they're building all these big platforms to people go and like have their stage to dance on. So they wanted, like you said, to help keep them dancing. Yeah. So they can recover from their disease. Just like, get it out. Don't stop. Keep going. So they also hire dozens of musicians. Dozens. Pipes, drums, fiddles, and horns. Just all over town. We're gonna. Uh, we're looking for a musician who can play twenty four hours a day. <laughs> oh my god! And uh, you get one day off. It's a six day work week, twenty four hours a day. Um, you do get three ten minute breaks though, and you know the pay is pretty good. It's pretty good. It's, it's two dollars above minimum wage, uh-huh, and uh-huh. we're. Uh, it does come with benefits. Oh, yeah, and dancing. we're here, and you can write it on your resume. We're here to help the people who want to dance. For a good cause. Who need to dance, yeah. Are you willing to join? Saving lives. Are, Hell is yeah. You're in? You are? Hell yeah. Okay, we're going to need you. And, and you get an extra dollar if you give us a reference for someone else. <laughs> is this a pyramid scheme? <laughs> it's Well, it, you know, if do you have a reference? Yeah, I got like five. You do? Can we get their name in? We would love for anyone who's willing to play their name and their name so you can six find days them. a week. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. We if they're just going to sign this contract that says they will not, they will refuse to dance um, because the last thing that we want to do is add to the dancing. The dancing. Yeah, we just want to help the dancers. So they hire the musicians, and then they also hired healthy dancers. I'm sorry. We. <laughs> I take back my further statement. We do want to add to the dancing. Yeah, if you got good dancers. We don't want our dancers to be embarrassed. Or lonely. Our mission statement that here 2 is we dancers must dancers going every night. And- the dance. Yeah, you know, these people are dancing for days. They don't eat much. They didn't have music to begin with, but we got music now, thanks to you. It just makes it easier to watch. Yeah. and it, <laughs> Less it breathing helps. and slapping. Uh, we're going to start paying. People are going to start having to pay for admittance, you know, because we got all our grocers and our horse people and... uh people cleaning up the manure and stuff taxes here. Have so we got down yeah, the drain. taxes have just been going down. <laughs> the stocks are really low. So we're going to need uh the people in stocks, the, the punished people, right? Yeah, yeah, they're all in there. And so <laughs> we need to start paying for people to watch. And nobody wants to watch just a bunch of people grunting and moving around. We're so tired we're gonna... of listening. We just want to see yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to make it a show, and that's why we've hired and you. And if you could also dance quietly, we'd really appreciate we'd it. We'd really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> the there's no, there's going to be no chairs. Um, or you do get a 10-minute break, but it's just a quick to catch your breath because we know you're playing the flute. And then um, you're going to be right back at it. And So it worked. Well, it worked in that they hired people. Honestly, I completely forgot what we were talking about. They had musicians for the dancers hired, brought in. They had stages built, and they brought in more dancers. And they're like, we are embracing this dancing plague. Yeah. And it's going to be a party. It reminds me of a story that my mom always told me where she tried to sneak a smoke of her dad's cigar when she was a kid. And he put her in the backyard and told her she had to finish the cigar. 
You're gonna finish her. <laughs> she's like, it's the worst. I haven't touched. That's a great I haven't punishment. touched a cigarette since. She cannot stand them. I have a. Can I? I have a story. Like oh that? yeah, tell, tell tell your it? story. Math teacher, junior high school, was telling us how he tried dipping like tobacco. I don't know if everybody knows, but you got some foreign listeners. Was so when he put tobacco in your lip and glass. And, glass yeah there's glass and chewing tobacco the glass cuts your lip and that's how the tobacco gets into your bloodstream i didn't know that yep it, well fiberglass but yeah right. it fucks up it cuts up your lip yeah anyways you put it in your lip that's and why it's gross. you get in it you get the nicotine you spit it out anyways he he his older brothers were doing it and so he uh-huh. decided to do it uh-huh. and his dad didn't like it and his dad was coming home and he panicked mm. and he swallowed it oh Gross. Which is like disgusting. It, the first couple times you dip, apparently, it makes you really sick. And the last thing you want to do is swallow it. So he swallowed it, and then he ended up throwing up everywhere. And then he was like, "I never did it again." And so it's like the uh, cigar story. I love that. <laughs> I love that your mom has that story. Oh yeah. I smoked a hit off the cigar. Finish it. <laughs> You're gonna finish it. She was under ten. <laughs> oh my god. From my memory. I'm going to ask your mom that story next time she's here. I'm sure she'd love to tell you. It worked for her. Uh, So, results. Results. From their little experiment in this dancing plague. Within a month. So, okay, this started mid-July. Wow, it's hot. Right? So we're moving into August. They're building all this stuff. And then they got the musicians going throughout August, the stages, the professional dancers, quote it's unquote. It's a performance. It, it is. It is a, it's a festival. Play. But it's, it's mid-August. That's the hottest month. That's the worst month yeah. to be outside. It's seventy degrees in Europe. So hot there. What Celsius? It, no, Europe doesn't get that hot. That's was, the joke. It was pretty hot in Germany. None of them have air conditioners. That's how you know it doesn't get that hot. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> okay, so I thought it was pretty hot. Hot okay, enough no, I didn't want to be dancing outside I, I hear for you. 15 hours. It was warm. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the fact that they like don't believe in air conditioners is insane to Cause, Americans. Cause, yeah, because we're spoiled. Because it gets so hot here. It gets so hot here. You would not be able to live... I don't know how people survive <laughs> without air conditioners. And Your body like, adjusts. You just open the window and it's nice. And it's like, no, it's 96 degrees and 100% humidity out. You're going to die. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. You were saying before air conditioners, <laughs> it's, it's hot out. Yeah. It's a balmy 75 outside. No, but anyway. <laughs> yes. Okay. They have this whole thing to get the 30 people to get their dance bug out. So they can move on with their lives. By the end of August, over 400 people have joined involuntarily in the dancing in this small town. Oh, my God. I don't know what the population of this town is. The musicians ended up joining. (laughs) The hired dancers ended up joining. Oh, my God. Everything's falling apart. Yeah. I I forgot to mention in our clause that if you start dancing and you join the troop, we you immediately owe everything back. Some of you may die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. At, 30 to 400, that's a big number. At the height of the growing issue in August, they were having 15 people die every day. Oh my god. 
time. Yeah. They're having like mass graves. Plague. Yes. They're having mass graves for this. 15 people. That's a whole. I used to teach elementary. That's a whole class. That's an entire class. That's everyone I work with right now. Yeah. Everyone I work with just dying every One day. day. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a plague. That would be insane. It's the most ridiculous play. It's like, how do you wrap your mind around the joy of seeing someone dance without music and just vibing with sudden, crushing, unavoidable death yeah. at your own hands? At this point, like, if, which one is it? If someone I starts dancing, they're going to die. Like, you know, there's people getting PTSD from dancing. Oh, my God. My loved one started dancing mm-hmm. and died. Everyone I know and cared about danced until they died. I don't want to see dancing ever again. Yeah. Like, yeah. it'd be terrifying if someone started dancing and be like, that's the end of their life. They're done. At this point. And, you know, that's 15 recorded people. So some historians say it's likely that the number was much, much higher oh every day. God. That's a we big just number. have a record of the 15 a day at oh the height. Not the whole time, but at the height. And this has been going on for weeks. Weeks. That's a Half lot of Half the summer. People. This town. This town. See, so this is just one of the stories because we have more information. It yeah. makes you wonder what all those other stories were really like. Yeah, they're just kind of like one guy. Oh, a bunch of people on a bridge and the bridge collapsed. That's like all we have, right? It was like, how did it start? Where did it? How many people were end dying up on the bridge? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the city council at the end of August is like, well... That didn't work. <laughs> this isn't very cash this, money. This um, is, <laughs> it's not lit, fam. It's not lit. I don't. <laughs> we were letting them do you, boo boo, but it's not really working. Boo boo's got boo boos. Boo boo's got boo boo. <laughs> boo boo dead, dead. <laughs> and we've hired all these people from out of town, but they just keep joining and dying. They're making it's, it worse. It's like footloose out here. It's so they're like, okay, we got to change everything. Change everything. Yeah, complete 180. Yeah, tactics. carpenters, tanners. I know you're busy peeing on your leather, but we need you <laughs> to to close down your guild halls. They're no longer open for dancers. Close yeah. them down. It's private peeing guild only. only. <laughs> we don't want to see that anymore anyway. That was a weird side effect. It's a weird side <laughs> this effect. Situation. Stinky. It's gross. I feel like there's just much more efficient ways to do yeah. this. Why aren't the tanner on the edge of town like they're supposed to be? Because you stink. All dirty. Uh, they go to the markets, tear down all the platforms, and of course, they prohibit all dancing. God forbid you feel an emotion in your body Mm-mm-mm-mm. because if you stop it, I saw I know. that. What if you like had a really delicious meal? Yeah, everyone's just out here, and you do your little core like twist, happy dance. Mm-mm-mm-mm. If honestly, you get though, arrested. If people were dying in the streets like our neighborhood dancing yeah people were dancing in the streets until they died and then you were really hangry one day and i was like here's some chicken nuggies and you started dancing i'd be like i don't eat chicken nuggies you eat veggie chicken nuggies okay i was deeply offended no it's it's okay we're here now everyone knows (laughs) now everyone knows no so you're hangry and i'm Mm -hmm. like here's some snacks and you're like "Mm -mm -mm." i'm like oh my god She's got it. She's gonna die. I would instantly be like, "Oh my god, she's gonna die!" I'd be like, "Don't fuck with me like that, babe." Babe, I'm fine. I'm just stop. She's oh, dense. E, e. Oh my god, Red, stop it. Oh my, it would be so much between you and me. One of us loves to dance, and one of us doesn't. I'm sure our listeners would never guess which one, but <laughs> it's 
pretty obvious. Uh, I not. wonder which of us would go first. The one, like, I'm really oh comfortable God. dancing, right? So I could, like, separate. I'm familiar with it. I know that release and that emotional creativity that it gives you. Yeah. So it's not like a rush for me in the same way, but I wonder if you like allowed yourself into that rush of creativity and expression in the midst of a hysteria, a plague like this, if you would be gone much faster than me because you've never experienced it. I hear you, but Uh let me ask you this. People are dying in the streets dancing. Right. And all of a sudden I started dancing out of nowhere, nonstop. Would that freak you out? Yes. Right? Yeah, I, I would lock think, that shit up. Like, I don't think it's like. I would an bind expression. you. I would do the mummy thing. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't, don't fucking. It's like an <laughs> expression die. and like dancing as we know it. Like, uh-huh. it is like, oh my God, they're going to die. I'm not going to lie. I researched this all day. We've been talking about this for an hour and I'm still wrapping my mind around just the basic concept of what this was. Like, it's so hard for me to understand. And I'm pretty good at getting stuff. And yeah. I, I do not get this to me, whole series of events. To me, it doesn't make sense to me either. There's no rational thought or chain of how it, like how you get there. Mm-hmm. But I think the way that I can put myself in these people's mindset is dancing equals death. Okay. If you start dancing, but you already if hate someone dancing. Starts da- no, I hear you. Okay. That's what I mean. Like, just you have to think dancing equals death, and that's how you get on their level. If someone starts dancing, they're going to die. Like cancer. Someone goes, I have cancer. You're like, oh, my God. Like, that's horrible. Someone's like, I've started dancing. You're like, oh, my God, you're going to die. Like, that's literally what it is. But people, to me, 15 dancing people is so day. joyous. I, I don't, know. I 15 just people a day. That connection. 15 people a day are dying as soon as they start dancing. It's if crazy. you started dancing, 15 people a day are dying. I'd be so worried. <laughs> I'd be so worried. Would like, you mind oh me? Oh, my God. I don't know what? if you could. You could tell me what to do. Would you make me wrap up in blankets would so I, I don't move? You? I would tackle your ass. <laughs> I'd spear you so hard. Chain you down. Just Stop it! It's <laughs> so romantic. You're like, I'm just feeling myself. Well, you're going to knock it off right now. <laughs> I don't want to see a twitch out of you. You and Miss Trofea's husband. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it! Dancing in the streets. Cut it out. Not on my watch. Drag you back so, into the house. Okay, they prohibited like, dance. Through the whip or whatever. <laughs> the whip. I don't, that's so old. Um, <clears throat> um, they also prohibited music and for the whole month of September. Now, this is a big deal in this particular culture era of history. Right. Like, people didn't have phones or record players. And so, like, dancing and music was like a daily part of their lives. It was very much how they expressed and how they felt joy when there was little joy to be had, right? Uh, so they were like, no dancing, no music. And then eventually they were like, well, you could dance at a wedding, but only <laughs> in the privacy of your own home. Yeah. And you can also dance at first mass, but also only in the pri- – because we know you want to celebrate first mass. Yeah, we know how lit church is. <laughs> And it's really hard to not But it has there. to be the privacy of your own home. And also, only stringed instruments. No horns and especially no drums. It's the brass that's getting them. It's the, <laughs> the drums. The drums. The drums are getting them. They just lose it with the drums. Yeah, it's that heartbeat String rhythm. String guitars. No one really dances for guitars. But Violins, drums, fiddles, man. who cares? 
it's just I feel like that really ties into how drummers are portrayed. Yeah. It's like I'm dating. A, hey, mom, I'm dating a drummer. Oh my just like, god. Oh god. I, I tell you what, I haven't thought about this till just now. Yeah. But if our little one came home one day and was like, "I'm dating a drummer," I'm gonna be like, "You're what? He's a degenerate. You're what? Yeah, I'm totally gonna be like that. Let me meet him. Let, Let me, me meet, meet him. his He's ass. A piece of shit. <laughs> or her. Let yeah. me meet her or it's him. Going way I don't even back. care about that. Yeah. Is he? A, is they a drummer? Fuck that. Like you know, they didn't have like a full set of drums they had like a bongo or something that's cool drummers bongos are like less angry i hear you but back then it's not like they had a full set of drums like what's a drummer <laughs> back then like you're right okay, one yeah. drum and yeah, they're like one little, drummers a barrel that's been repurposed yeah, it's got animal <laughs> skin with fur on it drummers ringo Starr. even then even then so i don't they... know a lot of drummers <laughs> through september it still wasn't working right so eventually the city council gathered up the quote worst case those worst afflicted i don't know how they decided that it's all the people twerking (laughs) that's racist i don't think you know that it is but it is i did not think it was but if it is i apologize it is that's okay i'm letting you know um but yeah uh people dancing the most fiendishly in the eyes of those who are too uptight yeah is they're both. not ballroom dancing. They're not <laughs> dancing like they would in church. They're only, only what, 150 years ago, the waltz was considered as scandalous. I didn't as, know that. Oh, yeah. The waltz was so scandalous when wow. it came out. Because you had to dance almost touching somebody. Oh, God forbid. And spin around. Like, that closeness of your, like, torso and your giblets, you know? Your giblets. Everyone was like, oh my <laughs> god, you're supposed, everything gonna before that. They're going pregnant dancing like that. Everything before that in Victorian era was country oh, dances. Yeah. Where They're you're like... out by a hand and you're in lines and you're doing circles. And then the waltz happened and it changed everything. Oh and people god. were like, oh, they're dancing the waltz. <gasps> Kids these days. Anyway. Kids these and days. And now it's like someone dances. I'm just saying it's ever-evolving. As we all know. So, they gathered up those worst afflicted, put them in carriages or carts, and sent them on the same three-day journey oh my God. <laughs> to St. Victor's Shrine, uh, in which they were still dancing, just for the <laughs> record, <laughs> just in the cart with, like, seven other dancers. Yeah. Just, <laughs> ah, ah, fall off the back. I'm so fall off the back i assume they're in cages but i could be wrong i mean how do you keep a group of seven dancing people in a carriage for three days they give no details you have to chain them up right like like a a livestock sort of transference yeah so it's just a cattle drive <laughs> of dancing people you gotta hurt them that one's getting Guys away on Watch horses him. just shoot yeah. them in <laughs> We need them to so bust the nene towards the town. I don't have any <laughs> new terms for dancing. Those are newer than mine. I came up with waltz. You're welcome. Waltz. So. <laughs> uh, would you like to hear, as a little aside, the ritual that the priests of St. Victus would do to cure these poor, afflicted, cursed humans of their dancing plague? I would love to. And, do uh, and you it know... did work, just so you know. Wait, say that one more time because that was my question. It did work. It did work? It worked. Oh my Their God, ritual. Really if want... they could make it to the shrine and it, perform it the ritual, out. they would chill. Yeah. I would love to know what it is. 
So you got these thrashing choreomaniacs. Okay. They're, oh, they're straight oh, tweaking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they would put them beneath a wooden carving of St. Victus, first of all. At first I imagined like in a coffin with like the top of it being a carving. But then I thought maybe it was like a hanging doll and they just had to be under it. Like, what? I don't know what that means. Is it like a three foot? No, not even three foot. Sorry. Like a six inch carving. And they're right. just like, I'm just going to set this on top of you. Right. I is don't it know. this giant thing? What does that mean? I don't know. That's the, the only details. detail we have. That's oh the only detail. God. I agree. I'm like, are the, I, my first thought was a shield-like thing that yeah. had a carving of St. Victus, and they had to lay on their back and have it put over them. And then Power I was like, but it, does, it doesn't mean, <laughs> right? That's what it was. Yeah. Um, they would put crosses in their hands, tiny little crosses. Beep, 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 beep. And then they got red shoes on their feet. So specific. We're going to come back to that in what? a minute. What is the SOP from this? And then the priest would sprinkle slash dab slash splurt. I don't know. Holy water. Splurt. <laughs> I don't think that's the word sprinkle, you want to use. I think it's the best word out of those three. <laughs> On the tops and bottoms of their feet. And they would burn lots of incense and mutter a bunch of Latin prayers. And it worked. And it worked. Whether it's like oh the vibe. God. Whether it's they believed that it would work because they'd made that journey they finally got to rest in a new you know who knows it you know it's anyone like, who made it was better i was no really one excited. left that church dancing i was really excited to hear what it was but it's like they did such a wide range of stuff that it could be any of those things yeah you got the incense the it, vibe the chanting the low lights probably being indoors just, yeah, they just needed the chill vibe. Honestly, it could like it it makes you think of like a curse and like they are lifting the curse with all the weird stuff they're doing and it works. That's what gets me is well, it works. What's more important is that many of these people afflicted believed it was a curse. They yeah, believed it. Like it's I hear what you're saying. Like a placebo. So, so they're like, this, is that I not enough? It could be. It, that's Because our brains are fucking yeah, stupid. That's what's insane. <laughs> it's the fact that a placebo, which is you proved by rip science. rip off an arm works. and keep going. Yeah. But, oh my God. I, don't even get me started on the will to survive that mm -hmm. human beings have. But the fact that a placebo is a real thing. Oh, very real. Because our brains are stupid. Doctors They're not do. stupid. I'm sorry, brain. But, but it, they're it, like. It is. Um. They're just as confused as we are yeah. in our waking life. It's, it's, it would, and also another weird, this is off topic, but another weird thing about is how much your brain is on autopilot. Like you, the fact that you can't control your digestion is insane. Oh, yeah. You have no control over it. No. It's your body. Most of what your brain does, yeah. you don't even know. No, it, it's every, like you would not be here. At all, Perception, you study it, and they're like, "Oh, autonomic everything. functions, whatever." Like, Moving on, yeah. you're like, "That's what, my whole body. That's everything yeah. that I am." You're like, <laughs> my like, thoughts are just one part that doesn't even matter. My consciousness is like, like human consciousness is super advanced. Like we're, you know, the most advanced beings on the planet, and all oh, that shit. But sure. it's like I have no control over ninety percent of what my body does at all mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. Try being a woman. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> you got that elevated. It's just no, our awareness of that is heightened. I don't yeah. think it's more than men. We're just more aware of it. <laughs> yeah. It's just insane. So, yeah, like the fact that they think it's a curse and all they have to do is get it lifted and then they're done. 
I don't know. It sounds crazy, but it also makes sense. Right. If you think about it, I could absolutely see that being the reason. Especially if you believed in your religion. Yeah. And the saints and the curses and the devils and the gods and all that, that you're told. And everyone around you believes the same thing, you know? Yeah. What are you going to do? Be like, no, that's not true. You're, no, no one's going to do that because then everyone hates you. Yeah, like they're just dancing because they're like, if I stop dancing now, everyone's going to know I was faking it for two weeks. Well, I don't think they were faking it. They believed it. I don't think they were either. To them, it was real. Just like you believe when you open that door, there's going to be a hallway on the other side of the door. You believe that. I know it. It's the same vibe is all I'm saying. Yeah. If you enter that, our world is a simulation thing. You don't know it. I, I'm on the same page. That's why I said that. It's crazy. Uh, I want to talk a minute on the red shoes on their feet. Yeah. Because it brought me back to a weird core childhood memory that I have. Really? Like, I don't know how this became a core memory of mine, but it's so deeply embedded in my younger emotions. And that is the movie, uh, The Red Slippers. Oh, I don't know what that is. I had to go back and rewatch parts of it today. Really? To, like, figure out why I have these memories and what they are. Right. Because my perception of it, I watched it. I must have been... Because it's a movie that came out in 1948. Oh, my God. Right? Um, and I'm, we had it on VHS. And it always the VHS itself was always super creepy to me. Like, there was something wrong with the VHS, right? And then every once in a while, the family would play it. And I just felt like anytime it was on screen, it was, like, bad vibes. Right. Right? And Red I just flags. It was dark and creepy, and I didn't like it. And I re- went back and rewatched it today. Well, parts of it. The ballet dance. It's, the story is about uh, a girl who... There's like a love story between her and two guys, but they have a whole ballet within the movie. And in the ballet, she is gifted a pair of red shoes and then she dances until she dies. Oh, wow. She can't stop. And the whole time she's trying to stop and she can't get the shoes off. And she's uh, it's really tragic. And I don't know why this made its way into my core, like emotional being, but it always has been for some reason. I really connected to it. Evolutionary. You start dancing until you, if you can't stop dancing, you're going to die. Yeah. And it came down to, ironically, it was, uh, the story was about a girl choosing between love and her passion, like what she wanted to do. And, you know, each guy that she had represented what she, dancing, which is what she wanted to do, or love, which is being loved and cared for as a person. Yeah. And she had to make that choice. And ultimately, I'm going to spoil the movie because it's really an amazing movie for 1948. the time. Yeah. Um, it, she, she picks dancing eventually and abandons her love and chooses her passion. And then right when she's going on stage, she runs off to go rejoin with her love because she's like, it's the wrong choice. And then there's this big scene where they run at each other and she's in her dance shoes and she jumps across the train platform and gets hit by a train. Oh my God. And dies. It's like really tragic, you know? And then, you know, the ballet story, she's still in her red shoes and that moment from her performance. And the last thing she says is, can you take off my red shoes? Like let go of, Anyway, it's just a beautiful movie, and um, it just really meant something to me that I was like, oh, my God, why are they putting red shoes on these people afflicted with the dancing curse when that means so much to me because of this movie? Right. Uh, take that as you will if you have any thoughts. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I was going to say I think it's crazy how 
movies can and books and just stories in general that you don't experience personally can affect you like that. Like we watched that movie. I want to say it was a French based movie. I don't know. It might've been in France, but it had Ewan McGregor and the uh, Australian lady. And they were, she was like a fancy prostitute who lived in. Oh, Moulin Rouge. Yeah. That movie got me. Oh yeah. Oh my God. It was a musical and it really got me. Like Mm -hmm. I was in, you were talking about like a book hangover and I get movie hangovers. I'm just like, oh my God, that movie affected me so deeply. And yeah, I, for days you and, were like uh, in yeah. a trance. And I didn't even, honestly, mm-hmm. I watched at least half of it. And I was like, I could care less about this movie. I could care less. And then the second half happened. And I was like, oh my God, why am I so emotional watching this? Like, I didn't even like the first half. <laughs> why is it affecting me so deeply? Like there's movies that I love. The entire movie, I'm so into it. Something tragic happens or whatever, and I'm like, eh. Yeah. Typical. That movie really got me. It did. And I was I so emotional about it, and it was just, I was torn. And I was just going to say, it's it's just wild that stories can do that to you. And yeah. so I can definitely see why the red shoes would affect you i'm sure i i would watch that movie and feel the same way yeah 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 i i only it's like uh funny how i go back and look at the plot and how much i relate to the plot today as a pretty much grown adult and like how did i know that plot was going to be so integral to my life when i was what five (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I don't know, this movie, core memory right there. And that's what unlocked for me today when I was um, the red shoes on their yeah, feet. Why yeah. the red shoes? It's just like, What's it's, it about red shoes? It's, uh, well, I, now I need to go get a pair of red shoes. That's I what I'm I was going to say, I think it's because that movie is so ingrained with the red shoes and they're very symbolic. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if you hadn't seen that movie, I don't think the red shoes would have been such like a not like a trigger but like you know what i mean like make you think about it yeah that shoot that movie is like all about the red shoes yeah and so. how they can take you to what you think you love and ultimately destroy you yeah like they're symbolic it's not yeah. just red shoes it's all this other stuff just like it's not just dancing it's belief belief it's your loved ones are gonna disappear it's dancing it's evil all this stuff. It doesn't matter what you choose. Life's a tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> Life is meaningless. Anyway. We're all specks of dust. So the plague of 1518 is complete. And about eight years later, we have enter Paracelsus. Celsus. Paracelsus. Paracelsus. The He's got a C guy? in there. Yes, absolutely. Celsus. Okay. Uh, no. He was a physician and alchemist, which is a fun little mix in that era, he was mixing ah, magic and doctoring. See what you did there? Believed in magic, believed in doctoring. Let me tell you some good things about him first. Okay, first of all, he... Uh, no, we'll tell him about him. So he combined magic, like he's into alchemy. Mm-hmm. Magic. It's just forward thinking of the times. Maybe life doctoring isn't all about biles and bloodletting. <laughs> magic. Magic. Yeah, but then there was a whole thing where any 
item you ever had could be transmuted into gold. Yeah, that's... And that's a stretch. <laughs> it would take some serious... Um, it would take some serious chemical altering and laboratories to do that much yeah. work with. But we mm. definitely know everything about the world now. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Five how senses? What more do you were. need? There couldn't be anything else to sense out there. That's so, yeah. If there were more things that we needed to sense, we would need machines that were already perfect and needed no improvement to sense them, which we don't. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's insane. It's, you know, you know, it's everything. so insane. When I heard history repeats itself when I was younger, it's such a simple phrase. Yep. And I was like, that's BS. It seems, it seems ridiculous, right? It does. It does. Mm-hmm. There's no way. And then, yeah, it's like that guy, Galetta, Giletto, <laughs> Gillette, whatever his name was. The Razor guy. The razor guy who uh, was like, the earth revolves around the sun, and they're like, you're Galileo. fucking insane. Yeah. I got there. They're like, you're insane, and they like outcasted him, and he's yeah. on house arrest, and like yeah. oh, they fucking hated him. Yeah. Nowadays, we're like, obviously, like all these people were so fucking stupid. I was in a play about Galileo in college. Yeah? Yeah. But it's like, nowadays, we're like, we know everything. Right. It, none of the, Why are you questioning stuff? It's like, it's so obvious. Look back. To these huge discoveries that yeah. completely altered how everyone viewed the world. And it's like, nowadays, no one's questioning stuff. They're just like, we know everything. There's right. nothing else to discover. We've found everything out. Especially right. in the last, like, 50 to 100 years, we found the rest of the stuff. We're good to go. To me, you know the difference between a scientist and someone who likes science. Yeah. Because a scientist knows they're trying to figure out what's true. Like everything's black and white, but they're not quite sure what's black and what's white yet. Right. They've read a bunch of papers that say opposite stuff. And they're always trying to figure out where the truth is in the middle of that. And people who like science are like, Oh, well this is what scientists say. Period. That's it. And it's like, well, yeah, it, it, it dives into law and theory, I think, because for it to be law, it has to be proven every single time. Every single time, like math. Gravity. Right. You put this in, this happens every time. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't happen, it's a theory. Right. And it's like, what? Like, it has to be 100% accurate to be a law. Otherwise, it's a theory. And theories are, when you say, I have a theory, everyone goes, ah, who cares? It's just an idea. Like, it's an idea. And it's like, no, it's 99% accurate. But this one instance doesn't work, and they're like, we that's are not definitely, a law. That doesn't work. We're fast and loose with our theories we here sure on our Loose Facts podcast. Yeah. Uh, but I like theories. Scientifically, you are exactly right. And then there's hypothesis, which isn't just an idea. It's like an idea backed by education and background to prove the idea yeah. first. Yeah. And it's – yeah. So all the people who are like, I only believe in science. I only believe in law and all that stuff. It's like – Man, you were barely scratching the. You're only aiming for 100% accuracy. That's all you're aiming for. They're just finding something else to worship. And while I love science, I don't think it's worth worshiping. I think it's worth questioning. And I do that out of respect. Yeah. I question it if I respect it. Yeah. Just look at history. Read history. (laughs) Hey, that's what we're doing here. Read some history. That's what we're doing here. My God. Listen to this podcast. (laughs) That's what they should do. Okay. So, Paracelsus, Paracelsus. Celsius. The dude. Celsius. Um, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, he, on the bright side, he was an early proponent of mental health and how important it was. So he was one of the only doctors back in this day, one of the first doctors that was like, someone's physical health is reflective of their mental state. And if they're like more relaxed and able to take things on, their physical health is going to be better. But some people are just mentally ill yeah, and they're going through things and it's going to affect everything else they do. And back then, the mental state and the physical state were two tire, entirely separate entities. I feel like we're still, like, scraping the barrel on mental health. Like, obviously, it's much more accepted than it was. It is, but so many people are out there, like, being mad. Oh, everyone's got mental health issues. Yeah, because yeah, we all got brains. I literally heard it today. <laughs> Figure I, out what yours is and make it better, and to, you're good. <laughs> yeah, today, beginning of 2024, I heard an older person bitching about basic, like, like ADHD mm -hmm. saying that all oh, my kids got told that they had ADHD and I wasn't buying that bullshit. And I'm like, that's pretty accepted. Like it's not a very wild thing to say, but just in, it's not like recently it's just much more accepted. And I feel like to be in the 1500s saying mental health is an issue and it's, it can really affect you. And they're like, yeah. no, cause it's it's not tangible. Exactly. You can't see it. You can't sense it. These people are just obviously they need to work harder. Yeah, they're lazy. They quitters. <laughs> well, I don't think that's a problem with this dancing. Yeah, play. they don't quit. That's their issue. Give it up. <laughs> that's never got enough. So uh, that's what's good about him. So he arrives in Strasbourg, which is where the plague happened, the one we talked about. Eight years after, because he wanted to study it, among other things. And after spending some time in the town, talking to people, doing some research, he wrote a whole bunch of stuff. And that's where we get most of our information, aside from, like, government papers. Mm. So we know the government, the city council hired people and built these things. That is separate. But, like, the vibes all come from this guy. And his conclusion, he says that most dancing plagues are caused by mental illness, not by, like curses or curses or a physical cause it right. all comes from the brain which i think is a lot of what we've been talking about throughout this podcast as most likely not That's... mental illness like they're ill but mental illness in the sense that their reality is distorted right um which we all experience at some point or not it's like getting a cold it happens this yeah. shit happens yeah. You're, yeah. no this one's unbreakable happens. you know yeah. uh so he says it's caused by mental illness but but he says those suffering from this particular mental illness, the dancing plague, should be treated as basically whores and thieves. Oh, my so, God. Hard left turn. Wow, <laughs> we're yeah. like we're on the front mental cutting illness. edge of mental health. Yeah. But fuck them. <laughs> they deserve not their it. their fault, but you should treat them like trash. Yes. They're garbage. Exactly. So weak. Exactly. He said the plague in Strasbourg, starting with Tofea, was ultimately caused by Madame or Frau Tofea's need to embarrass her husband. So I want you to go ahead and pull those pictures up again and look at that picture uh, that's just a headshot of a dude, and that is Paracelsus Paracelsus. Pull it up. This one? Up. Yep. This yeah. guy thinks that women just want to embarrass their man. Are you surprised? What do you see? He looks kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's kind of a gross blob. I'm not he gonna is, lie. But I guess back in the time when everyone's starving, fat is sexy, right? Because it means you're doing well. It means that you're taking food from other people that you don't need. Yeah, but that's sexy. 
That's fucked up. That shit pisses me He's off. He's doing well. Yeah, I don't He's know. He's greedy at this time. Um, so, yeah, his conclusion. Trefea only needed to embarrass her husband. Quote, direct quote, in order to make the deception as perfect as possible and to really give the impression of illness, she hopped in saying, which was almost distasteful to her husband. So what 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 is he Why? on? Yeah. Right? This is like our main source and he's a dick. <laughs> he's yeah. like, oh, they're just they have he's mental illness. Sexist. But she's just trying to give the impression of mental illness. She just wants attention. Because her whole life is about her husband and not about her. Yeah. She's everything not, she does is she about She couldn't possibly be a person. <laughs> she's a woman. She's a thing. She and should then, be treated like thieves and whores. According to him, he continued to say, once the other woman saw how successful she was at embarrassing her husband, they were like, I want to embarrass my husband, too. And so, in his mind, only women were dancing. That's what I was going to say. What? Which is not true. But that this was his argument, so it's he made it work. Women want the women are complaining too much. All women exist to embarrass their men. I want... You know, if this does not tell you about this man's life, his personal life, and his experience with women, I don't know what does. Because <laughs> that is not true if you're not a dick to women. <laughs> yeah. But if you are a dick to women, that might be your personal experience. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. Um, so he said the other women began to dance to to piss off their own husbands. And he said their minds were full of, quote, lewd impertinence and free thoughts. God forbid. God forbid. The worst possible Hallelujah. thing. Yeah. Women have their own thoughts. <laughs> free thoughts and women. women. These women were full of free thoughts. <laughs> and they danced themselves to <laughs> death. I have a question for Paracelsus. Why do women terrify you? What yeah. are you afraid what, of? Who hurt you? <laughs> His mom. <laughs> yeah, it always comes back. It usually does. Mm. He is our, as I said, our most reliable source on this particular plague and it's one of two plagues that like we know the most about which is really unfortunate and i said this before but i'll say it again you have to wonder what's been missed in every other plague that i brought up i brought up like 10 and then like dashed in another 20 i can barely convey to you what happened at work (laughs) the the problems of history yeah like the emotional toll that i went through all the details yeah and, and like, i used to do a similar job so you know i'm able to yeah, like emotionally you understand connect most of it uh-huh. and it's like how am i supposed to convey that to people yeah through hundreds of years through all these different experiences a whole town 15 people dying a day all this stuff yeah that's why words are important yeah the words you pick are important it's insane okay let's go into possible causes that people have proposed over the years i'm excited a major possible cause that has been put out for a while now is ergo ergot poisoning e-r-g-o-t is that how it's said that's how i have heard it i I trust you over me i'm good at spelling not speaking yeah ergot poisoning do you know what ergot is can i just tell you you can just tell me so it's a mold that's found in the stalks of rye I was going to say it's like wheat or rice or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like rye bread. It's like a hallucinogen or some shit. It like causes that. hallucinations and also causes muscle spasms, clenching, all these problems. It's like, it'll really fuck you up. Uh, however, a lot of people are like, you know, 
that's possible, but these plagues don't necessarily happen in the right seasons, or they don't line up with people who are around it. They're a lot more random. Yeah, it'd be more like people are tweaking yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, like a whole town like, is doing a flash dance. Yeah, but it, I don't think that would be like people are dancing in circles. Mm-hmm. Like dancing versus tweaking. That is such a big deal. I would not see someone tweaking at a gas station and just be like, hey, babe, I saw someone dancing over there. Right. Like, but that if is you saw such a difference to me. Three or four people dancing in a circle, you'd be like, wow, I saw dancing at the gas yeah. station today. It was weird. It's a whole bunch of people tweaking in a circle today. <laughs> no, no, that looks totally dancing. different. Yeah. You're totally be, right. They'd be dancing. Yeah. Like, if you, I said dancing, that's a totally different vibe from yeah. tweaking. And that arrogant poisoning makes me think of tweaking. Right. They, I think the strongest contender for it was the hallucinations because a lot of people afflicted by this dancing plague was like seeing things and screaming right. about the devil and yeah. like crying out in pain, like all this yeah. strange stuff. Um, however, in 2009, a historian pretty much debunked the ergot. Okay. So that was on the table, not really anymore, because he pointed out. And this is how history works, and this is why we're always learning things. He pointed out that arrogant poisoning restricts blood flow to the point where you can barely move your limbs. Oh, wow. So it really doesn't make sense for, like, weeks, months, six months, People a year. People are just loosey-goosey out here. Yes. Yeah. You, you kind of get confined and yeah. hallucinate in your bed, which is a whole different vibe than our story today. Yeah. <laughs> so if someone says, oh, it's just arrogant poisoning, you know, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe question mm-hmm. there extensive research that they've clearly done yeah mass hysteria on the table this is the only Which other really solid topic. reason yeah and we yeah we could do several epi- this is like if we wanted to discuss mass hysteria this is like step one for me so we're not going to go too into it but right. basically it requires like suffering as a culture and then you kind of all get into like this alternate reality yeah where something different is true uh some suffering that's happened um, and it also requires the belief that it can happen. Right. It can't. If you know, if you believe that this dancing plague can happen, you've heard of it stories for hundreds of years in your country, then that makes it more likely. Right. Dancing plagues had happened in Germany for hundreds of years up yeah, until this several point. Times. Right. Um, we talked about several. Uh, and they're also driven by a very pious fear. They're very singular in their religious options in this area because it takes three days to go 30 miles i mean i get it i don't know how i would have a more diverse religious understanding (laughs) at this time and then also leading up to this plague we had a string of bad harvests political instability syphilis arriving as we discussed and then the other plagues we mentioned like the other big one was right after one of the black plagues and they were recovering from that. So there's, yeah. But I mean, it's kind of like there's always something to point to in history. Right. So I don't know. Shit's always I, going uh, wrong. Honestly, that's the most, which is insane. Mass hysteria, like we were saying, is just such a topic to talk about. But mm-hmm. I, I think that that is the most realistic um, theory that could have happened. But okay, I agree. First of all. Second of all, mass hysteria, I think, is a really misleading term. Right. Because. Hysteric. is It's outdated. It's not yeah. a term we've used since the 50s or 60s. Yeah. Because it demeans and, and distances someone's humanity. Yeah. Right. And mass hysteria does the same thing. So it's really like people have an altered state of reality. And 
you know, people were losing limbs, breaking their ribs and keep going. And that was fucking real for them. Yeah. They weren't like, we're just playing. Ha ha. Like, yeah, they, we're just hysteric. This was their Hysterical. reality. This shit was real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the best answer that we have at this point. It's real um, shit. Trans, it's, it's basically a trance-like state they refer to that can marginalize the feeling of pain. And they point to like a lot of societies. Um, I can't remember the word, but like different activities you do where you kind of like shamans and stuff. Of yeah. course, it was an anthropology site, so they always got to refer to like shamans and shit, which I'm annoyed by as an anthropologist degree, but whatever. Uh, but it's like that physical pain becomes marginalized and not important right? because your brain's understanding of reality becomes something else and your physical body, you, you are able to set that aside Yeah, because it's only just electrons firing in your brain. Right. So they just set it aside and keep going. Like you said, for survival. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a couple modern examples of other hysteria type things. We've got 1963. In what is now known as Tanzania, it had a different name back then, but it's just post-colonial. They've just become their own country. They've got a bunch of schools, and one day, a couple girls at one of their schools got the giggle fits. Really? Like, girls do. Yeah. We had a couple yeah. girls at our house. They had giggle fits the whole weekend. And they caught on. They didn't stop giggling. Pretty soon, the whole school was laughing, crying, laughing, crying nonstop until they had to shut the school down. Oh my gosh. They closed the school, sent everyone home, and those girls uh, infected, is that a better word? Yeah. Their homes, or the kids, not just the girls, but all the student body. And so everyone in the whole village was afflicted by being unable to stop laughing, crying, laughing, crying. And then it went through several villages in Tanzania. And this is 1963, so we have literally hundreds of doctor reports yeah. on this phenomenon that would last up to a week of wow. people being unable to stop. And then um, another wow. way you can look at what I was just saying. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty recent, right? Yeah, like it's not yeah. so distant. It's not like, Oh, humans in the past were different than yeah, us. We're of course s- they didn't know what they were, were the doing. Same it's the sixties organization of cells. Yeah. You know, um, modern day rave culture, which I have never participated in, but I've been tangential to it quite a few times where if you're really into rave culture, it's not, uncommon with a little chemical um help that you might dance for days on end and just vibe that's a rave culture you know so who's to say that's not a form of like i'm not not saying ravers are dancing plagues but i'm saying that altered sense of reality and of what's important and like expression and all that chaotic and free will yeah what loose (laughs) So, to recap, Scoot, how are you much, on a scale of 1 to 10, how likely are you to want to dance after hearing this episode? Lower than I was before, and it wasn't (laughs) very high before. (laughs) Dancing equals death. That's what I've learned. There you go. That's what I've learned. Dancing equals death. There you go. What's your um, moral of the story? Uh, Don't dance. (laughs) Dancing (laughs) is evil. Well. No, it, it just, honestly, I think it's, the moral of the story is we don't have all the answers not everything makes sense i mean if you think about it logically it's impossible for us to know what happened it couldn't even it could be that it wasn't even a dancing play for all we know mm-hmm. right it sounds like it was right but i'm saying for all we know it wasn't even that but for all we know it absolutely was that and we have no idea why question everything that's my moral i love that 
question everything. That's just the moral for most of our stuff, honestly. Um, I went a totally different direction with my moral. Are you ready? Yeah. If you believe it, you can do it. <laughs> you can achieve it. Yeah, you can achieve it. <laughs> they believed. Go for it. Yeah. They fucking believed. All right. As always, sources are in the show notes. Not too many sources today, but they are longer and more detailed if you care to pick through them. Uh, thank you, as always, to Teresa Sudam for amazing music yes. and all the love and shout outs to her and her music journey. And we love her music. And please subscribe, rate, and review. You do you. Or not. You do you. You got to do the full poem. You do you, boo-boo. It's got I a rhythm. It. I forget the or not part. It's I, a rhythm. I, for some reason, I forget that. You can't. You, it's It's part of it. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't forget. <laughs> You ruined it. <laughs> um, leave a comment on our X slash Twitter, whatever the fuck, and <laughs> on our Instagram <laughs> and our email read in the letter in scoot at gmail.com. Let us know if you have thoughts, additional information, or another story you'd like to hear us talk about. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. We're talking about you. All right. Heck Not yeah, the other yeah. person, you. Directly to you. Directly to you. If you are listening to this. We'd love your feedback. We're talking to you. We're trying to make this. We're the... not talking to the one random person Must... that might email us. <laughs> talking to you specifically. Listening right now. You can make all the difference if you just give $1 a day. Please. To... <laughs> Mesothelioma. I, I got nowhere for you to give us money. Just we're not write expecting us something, that. please. Just let us know what you think. God, we're desperate. <laughs> we will read your stuff on the podcast if you yes, want us to. We've, we're 14 in. Nobody's written anything. No, we've gotten some stuff. We have? Yeah, I just don't tell you. What? Never mind. Give us something worth reading. (laughs) Don't. don't. For Scoot. What? I didn't know that. Okay, never mind. Strike my comments (laughs) from the accounts. All right. See you next time.